listening to The Gender Rebels. I'm Kathleen, a cis woman and ally. And I'm Faith, a trans woman. Gender Rebels is a question and answer podcast that explores life outside the gender binary. A big thanks to our Patreon supporters. If you'd like to support the show, go to patreon.com slash gender rebels. Faith, I got a question. Yeah, sure. Do we have any patrons to thank? Yeah. Oh my gosh. We love our patrons. Yes. And to Aaron, Willow, and April. Thank you guys so, so much. You're so awesome. And we just, it's a, so great of you to support us. We really, really appreciate your support. Thank you so much. What is it? April, Aaron, and Willow. Aaron and Willow. Thank you. Thank you. You guys are amazing. Faith, I got another question. Sure. What's your question? Here it comes. How do I get started on hormones? When I say I, I mean a young transgender person or a middle-aged transgender person or an older transgender person. Yes. How does it all begin? How do you how do you go? How to get on hormones. Okay, so this is actually a huge, huge question because for me, this was such a stumbling block for so long. Really? Because I didn't know how to get on hormones. And I had long looked on the internet and things that everyone... Okay, I'm an, I'm 38. Mm-hmm. Let's just clear the air here. <laughs> no, you're not supposed to ask a, a young woman how old she is, but nope. I'm 38, born in 1980. So when I first moved to New York and kind of had the freedom to start exploring gender and transgender topics and, and things like that on the then burgeoning internet, mm-hmm. I was always looking up things like that, hormones and, and things, hormones and transgender topics. Mm-hmm. And everyone was on hormones. It was like, Oh, first you got to get on hormones. Get on hormones and then transition starts. So that was right from the beginning. You knew that was a really important step. Yes. Did you feel it was a mandatory step? Yes. Okay. Some people Some opt people not don't. to. Yeah, but okay. Some people take hormones without necessarily transitioning to another binary gender. They mm-hmm. might identify queer, but they like those hormones mm-hmm. or bi-gender and they like, just like kind of like the way the hormones make them feel. Or non-binary and they like how it sort of zeroes out mm-hmm. that. And there's plenty of transgender people who live full time and have wonderful, amazing lives as their uh, actual gender. Actual gender. And, you know, they're never on hormones. Okay. okay. So, it's, so it's, it's not mandatory, but a lot of people seem to think it is. And I mean, it certainly helps, I'm guessing. It does. It definitely helps. Okay. I've been on them for over two years and mm-hmm. I like it. So it's been good. I enjoy the effects. And we've uh, talked about the effects, of course, on other episodes. And we'll link those down below. Mm-hmm. But how do you get to that point? How well, do you get I didn't to know. Your... That was the thing. I didn't really know. I talked to other people and I've been like, well, how do you get on hormones? And it's always like, go to a doctor. Right. It's medicine. Go back, to a doctor. Back in my day, though, it wasn't a medical doctor. You had to go to like a psychiatrist or a psychologist mm. or some sort of therapist. It was always the word therapist. And I was never quite sure what that was. Mm-hmm. For those of you in countries with good health care, <laughs> here in the U.S., we don't have good health care and it can be often very difficult to navigate even a basic thing like getting a general practitioner if you have insurance or if you don't. Mm-hmm. And I kind of was one of those people who I would go to the doctor when my leg was about to fall off and was hanging on by an artery. And that was about <laughs> it. <laughs> Every other circumstances, I would not go to a doctor. Because, you know, especially if you're young and relatively healthy, you can't afford it. Or whatever plan had, you're on isn't Yeah, really I had health insurance, great. but it was still like, no one likes going to the doctor. And I didn't really like going to the doctor. True. I still don't particularly like going to the doctor. They stopped giving me a lollipop like long time ago, which is <laughs> stupid. So I didn't really know how to get a therapist. I knew you had to. So mm-hmm. I actually one time made 
an appointment with a therapist. Mm-hmm. And I had just kind of picked one. I think I had the big, like, telephone book. that oh, my yellow pages, huh? Not the yellow pages, but your health care at your job oh, would give you this big... provider Provider directory. Yes. And I looked through there and, like, found a therapist. And I wanted a female therapist, sure. so I was very into that idea. And I was like, okay... I'll reach out to this therapist, I'll talk to this therapist, and she'll put me on hormones. Yes. Because you have to be diagnosed with gender identity disorder, as it was called at the time. Okay. And I was like, okay, I'll call this therapist, I'll make an appointment. So I did. And then I was like too scared to actually say gender identity disorder or I'm trans or anything like that. So you did go to the appointment, you sat down with this I therapist. I bullshitted for like 40 minutes about other stuff mm-hmm. that I kind of just made up. So, like, I'm stressed at work. Yeah, it was like that. Money problems, I drink too much. You just made shit up? I made shit up. Oh, Because I was too afraid to bring up transgender topics. So I was like, okay, bye, I'll leave. And then I left. And you never and saw like, her again. Never saw her again. I had no idea how to get her into hormones. I was like, okay, you gotta talk to a therapist. You gotta do this. And that's scary. Mm-hmm. And you still hear this from a lot of people. A lot of people will say, you gotta go to a therapist. But I finally reached out to, you know, some people on MySpace. Including my very, very good MySpace friend, Jamie Clayton. Sorry, what? Your very good friend? Very good MySpace friend. Very good. Your very good friend. MySpace friend, yeah. Oh, your friend. I reached out to a MySpace friend who was not uh, famous at that point, Mm -hmm. but uh, was a very beautiful lady. And I was amazed by her. And she was also, she lived in New York. Mm -hmm. And she was like friends of a friend. That's cool. And it was, like, not really my close friend, but it was, like, my friend was friends with her friend. Mm-hmm. And so it was kind of, like, close enough. tangential. Tangential enough to the point where once upon a time she showed up on my Facebook. This was, like, years ago. Hmm. Again, not famous yet. Right. She showed up on my Facebook as, like, recommended. Uh-huh. And I was, like, so tempted to, like, add her as a friend. But then I was, like, no, that's... Me. I didn't. All right. So, fine. I don't want to be a creepster. You might have shown up on her recommended. I might have. That's how the algorithm works. Yeah, but I was a guy on Facebook then, oh, so fair it would have been stupid. Okay. So, point is, uh, I reached out to her and I was like, how do you get on hormones? And she told me, reach out to Callan Lord. So I did. What's Callan Lord? Callan Lord Community Health Center is an LGBTQ health center here in New York City. Mm-hmm. They help LGBTQ people with various types of health, including like dental, just general wellness, mm-hmm. hormone treatments, and... They do it regardless of the ability to pay. Nice. Yeah, link down below. We're big fans of them. Yeah. And I went there, made an appointment. It, I think it took about two months. It was a two-month waiting oh, list to for wait an appointment. For appointment. Yeah. But yeah. I made the appointment, and even then, I was super nervous to call. Mm-hmm. Even though you knew it was LGBT yes. Q Health Center, even though you knew it was the safest of safe spaces. But I had Jamie to call Clayton and be, recommended it. I had to call and be like, I just, I'm, I just uh, uh, need to make an appointment for... um." You know, just uh, stuff. Just my friend. My friend wants to get on hormones and uh, <laughs> HRT, all hormones, just like estrogen, whatever. And, you know, I, that's probably... That's so cute. That's probably every other call they get. But they get that call every day. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I went there and because they're an LGBTQ health center, they did informed consent. They did make me meet with a therapist or counselor or something like that. I'm not exactly sure of the person's credentials. Mm-hmm. They might have been a psychic psychiatrist. They might have been a they weren't a psychologist. Psychic. They might have been a psychic. Probably not no, a on psychic. the side. <laughs> Everyone's got a a side gig. A side gig, you mm-hmm. know. A hustle. They got a side hustle. Yes. <laughs> so it might have been a side hustle. Mm. But they do that first, and I think that's just to make sure you're not going to harm yourself. Okay. 
or harm others. Okay. I think the person who shows up with a knife banging it on the counter, give me the hormones, mm-hmm. they might not let you. Then then you talk to our police officer here. Yeah. yeah. But I also met with a doctor after that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they gave me a blood test to see how my body would handle it. Mm-hmm. I was actually denied hormones the first time. Wait, why? Because I smoked cigarettes. Oh. And you cannot be on hormones if you, well, you could be on hormones if you smoke cigarettes. Too we much don't risk. recommend that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Check our episodes with our endocrinologist friend. Mm -hmm. Dr. HD for Hormones Demystified. Yes. And we talk about some of the medical effects down there, but Mm -hmm. right now this is just about getting on them. Mm -hmm. I ended up coming back and I ended up quitting smoking with that doctor's help Mm -hmm. and eventually did get my hormones. Wow. And you quit smoking entirely to get on hormones. Yes. Yes, I did. Helped my my life in many other ways. So much money. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So, okay. I mean, that is great. And I'm so happy you got on hormones and you're clearly happier and you visit Cal and Lord and and they've been taking care of you this whole time and they're awesome and we love them. But that sounds to me like the perfect situation. It is. that, That had gone as well as it possibly could have. Like you walked into the welcoming arms of an LGBT clinic that didn't even care if you could pay, you know? Yes. Like you had to wait, and that's a drag, and you had to quit smoking and then come back, and that's a drag. But what about our other listeners who don't have Callan Lord? Well, one of the things I would recommend to people, obviously Callan Lord's New York City-based. I've heard of people coming from as far as Massachusetts for their appointments. To there. come to Callan Lord? Yes. Wow, And there could okay. be people from D.C. I don't know, because you're only coming there how many times a year? Oh, sure, sure. You know, maybe once, twice a year. Actually, for me, it's like, I think it's like, I'm going to say every three months you got blood checked for mm-hmm. the first year and then they kind of make it six months. So, But in theory, it's twice a, blood a year. Test. You could do that if you come from Massachusetts and you work with them, right? In theory, you could get your blood tested in Massachusetts. And give the results to them. Exactly. I mean, that's something you would have to work out with your doctor. Sure. But that's you could also, clearly not an option You could conceivably even fly in twice a year if you if that was within your budget. Obviously, that's not always the ideal case. Mm-hmm. I would say first, if you're in an area where you don't think you have an LGBTQ health center or a resource like that, mm-hmm. do some Googling. Mm-hmm. Check with any other LGBTQ or trans group in your area. Yeah, Find any organization. Out. There mm-hmm. might be one two towns over. There might be one in your town that you don't even know about. I lived in New York City for years and had no and was Googling trans stuff all the time and had no idea Kellen Lord existed. So do some Googling. Do some sleuthing. Mm-hmm. Reach out to other people in your area and find out if such a center or, you know, Options like that exist. And even if a center doesn't exist, maybe they know a handful of doctors who have worked with other people who are friendly and helpful and know what to do and know to say things like, I'm not giving you this because you smoke. Like they know the restrictions. They know the right way to do hormones. There might be a handful of them right in your community. One of them might be in your health plan. But the only way to find out is to ask ask your friends or even just ask at any lgbt center yeah and you could also reach out to your gp your general practitioner Mm -hmm. if you like your doctor if you trust your doctor and and hopefully you do because that's an important part of being a good doctor in the united states the guidelines for hrt are informed consent and what that means is that you don't have to go through a therapist gatekeeper. Mm-hmm. You don't have to have a diagnosis of gender identity disorder from a psychiatrist. Hmm. You need to have a doctor explain the risks 
and po- you know possible and, side effects and, and there are risks and side effects yes those are real to let you know kind of how you know what you're getting into mm-hmm. and then you can take them that's informed consent and that is actually the standard of care in the united states now do do you think every doctor knows that no i think okay. i think it's probably not very common that doctors know this because again a general practitioner in you know rapid city iowa is not keeping up with the day-to-day developments in transgender care but not we'll link necessarily we'll link yeah. down below to some resources identifying that and you can always if you meet with a doctor and they say no you can say well that's the guidelines and here's the guidelines and mm-hmm. if they still say no you can reach out to another doctor which can be frustrating and expensive and sometimes doctors have months wait before they're available you might need to be patient with this but you can't do this without a doctor. We really don't recommend doing this no. without a doctor. One other option yes. is Planned Parenthood. Yes, absolutely. If there is one in your area or one two towns over or one within reach somehow, and they're they're pretty sparse on the ground, unfortunately, but they have started to do the informed consent route for getting hormones. So make an appointment there, talk to your people there, and the same thing. Yeah. By the uh, informed consent route, you could get your blood tests and your meds right there. Mm -hmm. And if you want to go through a therapist, that is, of course, always an option. Some people find that therapy can provide a great benefit to them. If you feel like maybe you want to talk to a therapist, I strongly recommend it. It is very good to get a grip on your mental health. It's really proactive. It can help you a lot, especially if you're going through something like transition, which is a big stressor. Yeah. And life is already a big stress. It is. Now, you have, you're a psychiatrist. Not really. You have a degree in psychiatry. No? No. No. I have a degree in neuroscience. Oh, what's your, what's your master's in? Neuroscience. Oh, okay. (laughs) Kathleen does not have a degree in psychiatry, but she is an SP, so you do know. I am a suppressive person. You do know a little bit about it. Totally. So, psychologists... There's, there's licensed therapists, there's yes. psychologists, there's yes. psychiatrists. Kind yes. of what's the difference? Good question. So a psychologist has a master's degree or a PhD in psychology. A psychiatrist is an actual MD. They actually went to med school. Okay. They're a doctor. Yeah. They can prescribe and they have advanced training in psychiatry. And then sometimes subspecialties yes. like child psychiatry or gender psychiatry or things like that. In the case of a psychologist, they won't be able to prescribe anything to you, yes. but they can refer you to a doctor who will prescribe okay. it for you. Okay. So if you do find a, a psychologist who is a therapist, they might be a, a degree in psychology. They might be a degree in social work. Also, masters of social work can be therapists and can refer you to doctors to write prescriptions. Any of these, if your plan covers them, if you find them that you can afford, if you find someone that you click with, any of them can be of great, great help to you. I believe people with master's degrees probably charge less, Yeah, but that's not a hard and fast rule, especially someone who's like really experienced or uh, really specialized. That might affect the price. In all cases, these people can help you. I believe MDs, so actual psychiatrists tend to not have as much time for that but again there's there's a lot of variety there so okay so you can find some possibilities but you're gonna have to call around yes yes okay Mm -hmm. but if you already know what you want and you don't feel like you need therapy and 
this isn't causing you a huge amount of distress and you just want to get on the hormones, yes, start with your general practitioner or your family doctor. If you can, if your health plan covers it, just call an endocrinologist. See who's covered in in your plan and dive in. They probably do a lot of work with diabetes, but they know about transgender treatment as well. Yes. Excellent. Mm -hmm. Again, Google is going to be your real friend here, Mm -hmm. and you're going to need to reach out to people in your area potentially as well to Mm -hmm. find out what resources are there. Obviously, in like more rural areas, there's going to be fewer resources. You might have to travel more, which Mm -hmm. sucks and isn't fair, but you know, if there's a smaller town, they're not going to have as many trans people as, say, San Francisco. Mm -hmm. And that's just the breaks, and that sucks. But Google, because there may... It may surprise you. Yeah. Yeah. And speaking of Google, don't Google how to self-administer hormones or how to get them online. Mm -hmm. I know this could be tempting for someone who doesn't have access to a doctor, for someone who doesn't have health insurance. Getting these hormones online can be such a huge temptation. Mm -hmm. Boom. I can just get them. Don't. And I can probably get them cheaper than I can, you know, going through a legit doctor without health insurance. Don't. It's it's going to seem like such a great opportunity to self-medicate, to take care of this yourself, to just get this done cheaply. To get it done now. I understand it's totally frustrating. Even even with a single doctor, it may be gatekeeping. Mm-hmm. Even with going, it might take multiple doctors. I understand. Being able to click like buy now and just have them or get them through a friend or something could totally be take the stress away you could just have them Mm -hmm. you could just be done with this whole stupid jumping through hoops and just have them but you're kind of selling it actually (laughs) it's not worth it because blood clots are friggin serious hormones are very powerful you can screw your liver up Mm -hmm. and you can't replace your liver your liver doesn't grow back they're very powerful and like faith had explained in another episode they started her out on a low dose and they did it after the blood test. And they monitored her blood. That's checking liver function to make sure it's operating fine with these doses. They monitored her blood the whole time. And then gradually up to the dose. It's so tempting to just jump in and take the biggest dose right from the start. I get it. Don't. Please don't. Just take take the time and do it right. Exactly. doctor. And you may have undiagnosed liver problems you're not aware of. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. blood clots can kill you yeah in a matter of hours Mm -hmm. they're a incredibly serious health issue Mm -hmm. a blood clot can can be in an artery it can break free if that gets to your heart or one of the major arteries leading to your brain Mm -hmm. that can be fatal you can have a stroke yeah it can be fatal very quickly Mm -hmm. there are risks i don't want you to do it please don't do it please please like i said when i was afraid to talk to that psychiatrist or whatever they were, psychologist. Mm-hmm. It was probably a psychologist. Going on hormones, it, you're going to have to talk to someone about your dealing with gender issues. You are going to have to. There's no getting around it. That may be another reason people want to go online, because I can mm-hmm. just do it without talking to anyone. No I can just, trust me, I don't like calling people. I don't like talking on the phone. I, you know. Certainly don't like face-to-face conversations. Exactly. Ugh. But if I can just... Order it online. It'll be so much simpler. Now, you you have to talk to someone. This is a time to build up your courage, 
because transition is going to take a lot more courage than that. This is the first step. First step. First steps are super important or Mm -hmm. can be super. This this doesn't have to be the first step, but this can be a first step. Yeah. And it can be a major one and Mm -hmm. it can change your life, hopefully for the better. And uh, you're going to have to just talk to someone. Mm -hmm. You're going to have to blurt out, hey, I'm transgender or hey, I'm dealing with this. And and you're just going to have to do it. What if you had written her a note? Would that have worked? You're a psychologist way back when. What if you had just written it out and handed it to her silently? I don't know just... if I would have had the courage to do that. Yeah, I think the only yeah. way I could have done it is if I showed up like really fucking drunk no. and then <laughs> I would have blurted it out. But I don't think I I don't think they help you if you're if you're that drunk. That and it would call into question the validity of what you're saying. You exactly. Know? Like well you have to be drunk to say this and maybe it's not a thing. Except in Vino Veritas. Let us know how you found your meds, how you were able to get started. All of our listeners, did you go through a doctor? Did you go through Planned Parenthood? Did you talk to a therapist? How did it start? Let us know your experience and your advice for our other listeners. Yeah. Let us know how you uh, have managed to navigate this. If you have any resources that we didn't bring up here, we'd love to hear about them and we can share them with our listeners. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, thanks, Faith. That's very helpful and interesting. Thank you guys so much. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll talk to you next time. All right, everyone. Bye. Bye. If you've enjoyed this episode and want to help us keep making more great content, go to patreon.com forward slash gender rebels. We have many different levels of support and lots of great rewards, including drinks with the gender rebels at Stonewall. Please leave a five-star review on iTunes. That makes it easier for other people to find us. And send your questions to questions at genderrebels.com or find us on Twitter at The Gender Rebels. Music for The Gender Rebels is by Jasper the Colossal. Follow the link down below or download them on iTunes today. And for all our episodes, visit genderrebels.com. The Gender Rebels is a comeback sync production copyright 2018. All rights reserved. And to all you gender rebels out there, keep rebelling. Bye. Bye.